Hey everybody and welcome to episode 155 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So guys, welcome to episode 155 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Hope you're doing well. Now, so, well, don't know where to start with this one. Well, today's episode is with investigative journalist Zed Phoenix, and we're going to go into some of the stats that he produced um, regarding vaccines, Bill Bill and Melinda Gates, um, the universities, who they've been funding, etc. And at, uh, I think by the time that this has been published, I've had a few um, fact checkers sites like PolitiFacts, one of my posts saying that the information is false, etc. And and as I put out, you know, getting fact checked by PolitiFacts who are in partnership with Facebook, like getting a university uh, degree in nutrition, which has been funded and and (laughs) funded um, by by General Mills, you know, it means absolutely nothing because there's vested interest in all of this um, and who they're and who they're and at the end of the day I put the information out there you can decide what you think um, and obviously Zed's got a, a background in journalism he's been involved in different stories in the past and they've tried to ruin his reputation in the past for certain things that's happened so you know it's really interesting they always say when the bomber's over the target that's when it gets the most flack now before we get into the, the show guys as always if you head over to www.reviveyourself.co and click on the shop tab we've got a whole host of um, supplements and health products that are going to allow you to, to boost your boost your um, health your immune system you know, things that are going to help you clear your liver and just flood your body with concentrated nutrients. As I always say, these are supplements, you know, getting the basics right first. It comes to good food, exercise, breath work, hot and cold showers, intelligent exercise, sunlight. These are all vitally important. And these supplements uh, are added, added on to that. But a lot of the stuff we sell as well is is actually concentrated, is food in concentrated form. So, you know, it's there's nothing synthetic here. But I'd say making sure you're getting everything right first. And then these can be very, very powerful tools to add into that. Uh, as I always like to promote is living, the product, one of the products I always like to promote is living fuel. Um, either super greens or super berry. You know, two scoops of it is the equivalent of $260 worth of organic produce. It is phenomenal. Nothing like it. Uh, that's under the Evolution Organics banner. Also, the probiotics from um, Dr. McCola. Great at working on your internal terrain, um, making sure you get, you got a, the right balance between um, friendly and unfriendly bacteria. Then we've got the, the nature's answers of liver support and milk thistle there for cleaning out your liver, which is your battery of life. Um, really important part of any uh, healthy body is having its liver working. You know, most people's liver is only running at fifty percent um, of its. I think it's even less than that. I think it's like full forty percent of its of what it can actually do. Um, so keeping your liver nice and healthy. And milk thistle has even been shown in in medical journals to help clean and uh, heal and regenerate the liver. Same as liver support. They've got lots of different um, actives in there. 
Absolutely fantastic. Um, then we're going to go down to Ancient Purity, which I always like to talk about Royal Jelly. It's one of my favourites. Um, it's what the Queen Bee exclusively eats, full of essential amino acids. It's great for um, promoting health, boosting the immune system, great for brain function. Uh, absolutely fantastic for that. And then we've got um, and we've got the vitamin C and vitamin D3, K2, both liposomal, means it gets absorbed straight in the mouth, doesn't have to wait to get down to the gut. Uh, and also the hydrogen water bottle. If you've listened to any of Dr. McCullough's interviews recently, he talks about how important hydrogen, um, hydrogen-rich water or hydrogen plays in cleaning the body out, keeping the immune system nice and healthy, and also even mitigating negative effects from radiation. It's very, very important. Um, then we've got our gut revival bundles on the Finch clinic um uh, under the clinic clinic banner and as i always like to point out if you head on over to blueblocks.com b-l-u-b-l-o-x.com for the best blue blocking glasses on the planet with our friend andy Mamph. we're going to have a show coming out of him very very soon um had a great interview with him and if you head on uh, and then, sorry before i do that if you hadn't if you put in the code revive there you get uh i think it's revive 15 you get 15% off of the blue blocking glasses. Um, and you've got ones for, for the, for daytime, uh, and also evening. Then as well, if you're heading over to essentialoilwizardry.com, you've got the best essential oils on the planet there for my man, Dr. Nick Berry. If you put in the code revive in small letters, you're going to get 10% off of any orders. Um, and also Aquatea, our whole house water filtration systems. You know, we've got them take out 99.9% of all nasties, heavy metals, parasites, etc. We've got options for one, two, three or four bedroom houses. If any of you live in a hard or soft water area. So that's all there for you. And also if you have been dealing with a chronic issue and you want to know more about what you need to do to, to get to the root of it, then you can head on over to www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com where you can find my book. The Chronic Fatigue Solution, which will give you the three big secrets to health, as well as lots of other principles, protocols, and 52 um, easy-to-implement tips you can start doing straight away to help you and your family's health. Now, um, the, the book used to be in a hard copy, but because of the lockdown, unfortunately, publishers, publishers have had to close, so I've now put it in digital form uh, and also audio, so you can get it straight away and you can start reading the information um, Yeah, today if you go over there. It's only £7, um, you know, so £7 for the information and the reviews we've been getting has been great so um yeah if you haven't already read it then head on head on over to www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com and you can find your copy there um so that's it for that let's get on to the interview with zed we're going to cover quite a lot of quite a lot of different topics and remember this is just information go and do your own research into it go and go and um yeah which we, we like to call adult up do your own research and and see which narrative you believe is it the one that we're talking about or things that we go into or is it the one that the mainstream's pushing? You decide. Um, anyway, here's the interview. Enjoy and I'll see you on the other side. How, how's things, mate? You all right? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, sort of keeping it together, really. Um, how are you? Yeah, yeah, well, I just it seems like you're, uh, you've been doing a lot of research and you've been putting out quite a lot of content, a lot of videos that have uh, gone reasonably viral. Um and so, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's good to have people like yourself doing this this digging because, um, you know, it's otherwise people like this information would remain uncovered a lot of the time. Um, I, I, I think I first come across your interview um, with, with yourself in the interview with Richard uh, Allen, uh, Richie Allen yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, talking yeah. about that. And uh, I actually put a post out a couple of, kind of actually like. Um, 
Quote, etc., on the top of the post, and it's, it's gone quite quite viral. So, it's um, yeah, it's you must have been getting quite a few messages through. Oh, I'm getting like hundreds of messages through, you know. And you know, at first, I was trying to answer everybody really detailed, yeah. and now I'm like, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs yeah. up, yeah, great, you know, it's, yeah, it's hard, so yeah. um, yeah, it is as well. And we're getting you know, just hundreds of people going to the website and emailing as well so you know it's um you know what i kind of say about what i do really and you know is i'm really just a jumping off point i tend to think of things that people generally have missed or aren't you know looking at at that particular time and so i just tend to point people in directions really and that's what i kind of aim to do i'm i'm not trying to do the kind of uh, be the be all and end all this is my information this is right you know because none of us knows what's going on none of us are right really you know uh, all we can try and do is say look this is what I think is going on what do you think this is where I've sort of looked and this is where, where I, what I've discovered um, what do you think is going on and hopefully through that process and often what happens is that you do actually start building up quite a detailed picture of what's uh, happening now that's not to say you know what's going on it's to say this is what it can look like, um, and uh, you know, ninety percent of the time, um, you're you're pretty much on the money, pretty much. I'd say, you know, yeah, I mean, not always, but often. I mean, it's it's far too many coincidences coming together in terms of information that you're digging up, um, and other people as well that are putting out there, and, and mm. things that that links all these organizations together in terms of what people have talked about before, uh, in terms of, you know, vaccinations, microchipping people, just these things that go, go deep in, um, and go into Bill Gates. These, and when you, when you, you talked about, when you, when you painted the picture of how much the Gates foundation has actually, um, been funding our universities and then mm. the 35 people that they've been funding on the, out of the 37 people on the, uh, on the UK vaccine network to the tune of 200 million, mm. you know, you start to think, mm. and I put, I put it up today. I said, you know, scientists today are a modern day prostitutes. You can pay them to get whatever result you want. Um, and so unfortunately this, um, I mean, and obviously there's been like London, the whole thing going on with London, London real. You're probably familiar with that. Yeah. 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 In terms yeah, of, yeah, like, I saw, I watched it with, uh, yeah. David Icke. Yeah. Just in terms David of, Icke. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just in terms of their videos being pulled like down. And, and and all these things so yeah. i mean i'm su- i'm surprised some of yours have yours been pulled down at all no no they haven't uh, not yet and um, and i don't suspect they will be um i think there's a certain criteria um that you need to fit uh into that at the moment this is this this is widening daily you know mm-hmm. facebook have just got their um, supreme council uh that what they're calling the supreme court council for facebook really? right right yeah uh, yeah and uh, and they've just announced it, I think, today. And uh, and what this court is going to do is decide what people should have accounts, what posts should remain up. Uh, but they're calling it the Supreme Court. No. I mean, this is just ridiculous, you know. Oh, um, yeah. So you know, I, I understand at the moment that you know, if you're saying that, if you're calling into question the validity of COVID nineteen. Um, publicly then that's uh, an excuse or you're going outside of the world health organization advice uh you know which of course you know david Icke, mm. uh, uh 
does, uh, then they're going to pull your videos. That's what they've sort of said. And I think that's the message that David got uh, mm -hmm. from them as well. Yeah, I think Brian. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, Brian. Even even though that these these it's, it's hilarious because when they changed their mind, or I think it was Donald Trump who come out and said something completely different to the, the World Health Organization. Even instead of stopping funding them, because he doesn't believe in what they're doing. That their, their, their Surgeon General went a different way, and so what they're going to stop. Um, stop Donald Trump putting videos on YouTube, or do you know? Do you know what I mean? It's just, it sounds it's well, crazy. Yeah, it's just absolutely yeah, crazy. It, it, yeah, it's it's really it's out there, isn't it? What's going on? Um, but you know, I think what we do is we stay essentially. We we you know, I have a certain sort of. Uh, modus operandi that I stick to, really. Uh, I'm not really interested in the commentary of what's going on. You know, I don't do that. I don't think I'm very good at doing that. I get it wrong most of the time when I want to comment on something, you know. Um, so, uh, so I leave that for other people to do, you know, and I just try and say, well, look, you know, what about if we look over in this dark corner? What do we see? Now, we don't see everything. I don't pick up everything. Other people pick up other stuff. We all have different perceptions of how we're, we're doing it. Um, but essentially, it's about shining that light. And once you've sh shone a light on it, and this happened to me while I was doing investigative journalism uh, on the occasion that I did that uh, back in the day, um, you would just by exposing it, you end it. They can't do it. They can't get away with it. If you think of COVID-19, if this was a, if this was a biological warfare exercise, yeah, let's say, for example, as a hypothetical question, right? So a country releases a biological weapon, right? Um, uh, you would want that to be fingerprintless, wouldn't you? You've, mm. you've done it so that nobody knows where it came from. It's just in the ether. It's attacked you from bat soup or something mm. crazy, right? Mm. By shining the light on the scientists, where they're getting their funding and who's funding them, uh, Bill Gates, the World Health Organization, the Clinton Foundation, the World Bank, the United Nations, all these organizations are involved. Um, by exposing it, we're not making it fingerprintless anymore. You know, we're saying you did this. We don't know the details of how you did this, but we can say, look, you know, you were involved. And I think in the future, I mean, this may not be over soon, but in the future, at least they'll look back and say, yes, we have a place to look at now with who to blame. It may not help much, but, you know, that might be our job. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a couple of things that I got, I got, I've been sent in terms of, I can just put this up to the camera, in terms of like how this sort of plays out. Um, in terms of, I think people can see that. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that there? At yeah. All? Yeah, that sort of map about who's linked to who. And in terms of the government... Bill, Bill and Melinda Gates are just everywhere. I mean, they've backed every horse in the race when it comes to the vaccine. You know, they're in, in bed with the Uni World Health Organization, Gavi, UNICEF, Vaccine Impact, Imperial College London. It's just madness. And then, uh, mm. and, and then this one here is like in terms of who. I mean, you've mentioned uh, Neil Ferguson a few times, right? Um, getting forty million plus funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. You've got the medical director of public health. The, the, the UNICEF medical officer, University, Southampton University. I mean, all these things, and they're going to like, and it's just, it's, it's like a big spider web. And and you said it's good to shine a light on these because people, because people out there still think, oh, you're conspiracy nuts. It's like, how many of these things? I said this the other day about David Icke. Because like, how many times has the guy got to be right before people start to pay a bit more attention? You know, because yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It's just it's like you're, you're going to dismiss his whole body of work because. One he says, or something he says, you may not agree with. So, so everything else is because how many times he got to be right? And it's like he said, I've been writing like this for thirty mm. years, and I'm not. 
is in like people believe what they want to believe, but just listen and think, oh, okay, why is it one and a half meters in Australia and Spain and two meters over here? What can you jump further over here? Um, you know, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah, it's just madness, and uh, and and our, it's, it's, it's less than ninety nine point nine percent of people that are not affected. I think it's like ninety nine point nine 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 whatever it is. It's like ridiculous a small amount of people, and we've shut down the whole world for it. Um, it's just if I mean, he, Bill Gates has spoken about this. They, how many books predicted this? And um, uh, Fucci is it or um, Doctor Fucci? Yeah, yeah, talked about how this virus would come out. So I mean. For, for you, what 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 is what's yours? Because I want to get into how you got your how you got your research. But what's what's your what's your take on it? Do you do you agree with the mainstream narrative? Oh no, absolutely not. Um, the mainstream narrative doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. You know, we had a a really funny incident just the other day. I was watching. Uh, you know, I watched the six o'clock news. I thought, right, I, I can watch it just the six o'clock, and I do it every couple of days. So it's not every day, right? So I catch up. And there was this nurse. Uh, she was a um, the CEO of the uh, Royal College of Nursing, right? And she said, well, uh, we simply haven't infected enough people with this virus. Yeah. And I just went, there oh you go. God, yeah. You know, it's yeah, yeah. I looked at my partner, uh, Laura, and I went, you see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laura was just like, Floyd, Freudian, Freudian slip. Yeah, like, it's, I think he said well, that, yeah. yeah. It's just... Yeah, well, it's not really a Freudian slip, really, because actually what she was doing was she was telling them um, uh, the truth. Yeah? yeah, we haven't infected enough people. You know, they've all been out in their uniforms. They've been dancing. They've been high fiving. They've been clapping each other. All the doctors have been interviewed outside. You know, you should not be wearing your uniform outside. You, you, you know, you get changed in the hospital into your uniform. If this was an infectious disease in the heights of what they were saying it is. Yeah. You would act very, very differently. You know, if there were people dying on your streets and the hearse was coming down every day or those black vans were coming down every day, people would act very, very differently. The government would be different. It wouldn't be like this. Oh, oh, oh and also, so, also the hospitals would, would be busy. Yeah, they're, they're empty. They've got nothing to do. The doctors have been furloughed. You know, uh, I, I've spoken to a number of doctors uh, who said, I've been furloughed. This is nuts, you know. Um, uh, they're threatened. They can't talk out or anything like that. The same as the nurses. There's a lot of disgruntled people that I talk to every day, pretty much, you know, um, who are are, are really sort of uh, confused. They're coming out of their confusion now because it's obvious what's going on. Um, And it's like the mainstream media. We're talking to the mainstream media every single day now. Um, At first, it was kind of once, maybe twice a week. Now I'm getting journalists every single day coming and saying, "Okay, I've looked at your stuff. You got a point. How do we do how do, how can I present this? You know, because what they don't want to do is say conspiracy theorists on the internet says, right? Well, well, so well, well the thing we, is we've we got all the facts. That's right. And we are changing the narrative very slowly. I mean, look what happened with the um uh with Matt Hancock the other day on the uh, mandatory vaccine, right? So often what I do is I will do a video to provoke people. Right. Um, And I'm not really interested in provoking normal people. I'm interested in provoking the state sometimes when I do a video. That's the whole point of it. Right. So um, I can't afford a barrister. I'm not a lawyer, but I looked at the COVID-19 legislation. I looked at the Control of Disease Act and I went, you know what, if you put these two together, we've got mandatory vaccines and we've got forced vaccination. Right. Okay. so do this video. It goes uh, it goes viral. Then what happens is that a judge from uh, Garden Chambers um, writes this paper 
essentially saying, no, 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 this guy on the YouTube is all wrong. Um, with the legislation that they have now, they can't forcibly vaccinate you. They, there's no case for mandatory vaccination. A day later or two days later, Matt Hancock then does his smiley bit in front of the camera and says, no, 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 we're not doing mandatory vaccinations. We've changed our minds. But in September, he was saying mandatory vaccinations. Mm. That's September of last year. Mm. So we've changed the narrative. We're forcing them to come out just by the sheer number of people. And what we're looking at, we're changing it slowly but surely. It is beginning to come round, I think. And with mainstream media and stuff like that, I think they will start to put in articles. They have done with other things that we've done, like the Olympic 2012 scandal I was involved in. I did that. Um, that was very difficult. And people I worked with didn't want to know about that story. Um, That's and yet, terrible, out, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was about G4S, right? So now we're talking about Serco uh, with everything. Then it was G4S. G4S was the security company of choice, right? So what they did was that they were the first contractors to get hold of an Olympic Games. This was the kind of NWO's kind of wet dream, you know. Yeah. So um, they uh, they did it. They didn't train enough people. I was one of the security guards. They trained very badly. Um, uh, they, you know, they didn't train anyone. They didn't have enough people. And all I did was come out and say that. And there was also other weirdnesses going on, which we pointed out at the time and all this kind of stuff. Um, other than that, they had a, a nuclear reactor from St. Mary's College underneath the um, uh, Olympic Stadium, which is why wow. no one lives there now, which is why they can't do anything with it. Right. Uh, and most of the geologists that worked on the games at the very beginning to clear it as a brownfield site uh, all got weird cancers and a lot of them had died. Right. So we came out with this information and it went berserk. Uh, and in the end, I said, well, the solution is the army has to come out the next day. The army marched out. Now everyone kind of said, oh, you're a MI5 guy. You're this, that, yeah. No, no, no. That was the only choice. You're messing around with the Olympic Games. Hmm. Of course, you can't bring in another private security company. It had to be the army had to do it because, of course, if a terrorist could just walk straight through the door, that could be a problem, right, for the Olympic Games. So we, we, we come out with these stories. I've been doing it for many years. David Icke has been doing it for many years. Um, and it, it just reveals itself bit by bit, you know, and that what you have to kind of do is kind of just slowly start piecing things together. And once you do that, you do end up with a picture like we're getting now, like what you showed me on your phone. Did you, people did you, are piecing together all the companies. Oh, did, did, oh yeah, so you, met, you, met, you met that picture. Oh, did you see? So what you said about a circle there, did you, did you listen to the, the interview that I sent you earlier on? Did you not have time? No, I, did, I, I have heard it. And um, yeah, I spent the afternoon listening to, to, to that. But it's exactly the same as G4S was. Now it's Serco. Mm. So G4S is gone. They, they, they've, you know, no one's going to trust them anymore. So now it's Serco. Serco has sucked up everything. Um, uh, we knew that back in 2012. You know, uh, we were looking at the companies saying which one's going to be, you know, and there was a company called Blackwater. I don't know if they're still around, mm. but they were kind of pretty hideous as well. You know, from an American point of view, uh, mercenaries and, you know, dodgy security deals and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, we've seen how they've built up these corporations. We've seen how the uh, royal family plays into things. We've seen how they built the billionaire club in order to set these companies up. They fund the media. We know that this uh, comes from the hierarchy. Hierarchy is China. And um, so we know what they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it. It is just a matter of doing something about it. Now, is it going to be us or is it going to be our grandkids? Because when the Berlin Wall was being built, yeah, it wasn't the people of its time. Yeah, it was people later on, yeah. you know, that it came down for. Those people in those times were doing as they were told, right? And they got separated. Yeah, from their families, um, uh, from their loved ones. People got arrested. People got shot trying to get over the wall and things like that. Right. So is it going to be us that does something about it? 
Or is it going to be our future generations? Maybe we can't do something about it now. Maybe that's not for us. Maybe it's just to keep talking about it and communicating and sharing and being kind to each other. You know? but, but, but we'll the, see. Well, the more you talk about it, the more you give it air to it, the more people start to understand because I, know it's, I, I put something out the other day. I was like, it's nice to be vindicated. Some of us called bullshit on this when it started because you've been following me. It's the thing. I, I'm in. I'm in natural health world. I help people get over chronic illnesses, etc., um, and advanced yeah. diseases. And, and I put a video out a few few weeks ago, about a month ago, which which took off a little bit. And uh, and some people say, "All oh, right, it's really interesting." But how come you get into that stuff? And I, and I said it before. I said, "Well, to understand nutrition, you, you, to understand health, you need to understand nutrition. Just for one leg of it, to understand nutrition, you need to understand farming. To understand farming, you need to understand soil. To understand soil, you need to understand the, the, the people that put the chemicals on the soil. To understand the chemicals, you need to understand the people that run the companies. And it's like, there, and then you go into it, and you're like, well, okay. And then you look at Monsanto." I went through all the things they're talking yeah. about. Oh, five G safe. I was like, well, who's telling you that? All the companies that are paying for the for the research, and then they come out and they smear anyone who goes against it. I said, they said yeah. they said Vox was was okay. I said DDT was okay. Agent Orange was okay. Asbestos. The first doctor said something was wrong with it in nineteen thirty. Didn't actually get to court until nineteen sixty seven. Didn't actually get get passed and, and actually get paid out until nineteen seventy one. Forty one years later, and you look at tobacco, you know, and I mean, I mean, how many of these things? You can go. There's so many things you can go into medications, etc. Um, and and so I just go, and people, and people still go, <laughs> oh, it's like some big bad person's out to get you. It's like how much, how much do you need to understand that these these things aren't put there to help you, or just maybe go and read a history book. I know they're trying to burn all the history books that don't go along with their narrative anymore. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, I say to people, like people that write history, the ones that w- win. You know, it's funny that... It's, That's right. Yeah, so one day, if, if like our version of history, you know, if you think the news is bad, wonder what history is like. And so I just think like it's, it's good that you've got someone like yourself come out and doing this because, as you said, a lot of people, even though they're meant to be journalists, they're too scared to come out and say it because they've got a paycheck or maybe even for their safety. I don't know. Yeah, both, both I'd say. Uh, I mean, you know, when I was doing the... Um, uh, Westminster paedophile scandal and the um, paedophiles in entertainment industry. Yeah, I got taken to court for lying, right, in an article, right? They said they were uh, trying to accuse me of perverting the course of justice, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I got into court. It was a farce. I won. It was the most ridiculous thing ever, but I beat them at their own game, essentially. Uh, but that was horrendous. You know, my marriage broke down through that time period. I became homeless for a period of time. You know, it, and that was when I'd won as well, you know. Mm. So when people say, I'm going to be a whistleblower, I meet so many people in the NHS who say, I've got some great information, or social workers, right? Yeah. Social workers who've got dossiers like this big of abuse cases, and they say, right, I'm going to be a whistleblower and I'm going to come out. I honestly tell people, I say, don't bother. I said, unless you are prepared for your life being turned inside out. And I know this is perhaps something that I shouldn't be saying, but I've got to tell you the truth. I've got to tell you what happened to me. Um, then don't do it. You know, um, it has been utterly horrendous. Um, and I, you know, uh, uh, and I can't describe it how bad it's been. However, having said that, you come through the other side of it and you're not afraid anymore. You know, journalists, unfortunately, um, and people in the mainstream media um, are heavily involved in what's going on. Um, and they do have paychecks, they do have families and they will, and they will be scared, you know, especially now it's actually happening before it was like, ah, this is never going to happen. So we'll go along with it. Right now it's actually happening. Um, I don't blame them. 
really. So they, I, I do, you know, I, I don't, um, I understand why they're careful. I understand why they have to put it into certain ways. Um, it's like someone said to me the other day about the government being corrupt. I said, well, not all of the government is corrupt all of the time. It's just made up of men and women. And some agree with what's going on. Some don't. Some are afraid and some have to follow orders. Right. Um, and some just basically support you and help you because they they disagree with what's going on. So, you know, it's it, it, if the whole government was corrupt, it would be easy. You know, it would be like, you know, somewhere in a, another country, you know, South American country where the, the government is so corrupt, it's untrue. It would be easy. But because this isn't about that, this is about corruption of government, you mm. know, um, uh, and this is about getting their minds. You know, Bill Gates has managed, along with the Billionaires Club um, and the media and all the things they own, is to to get people's minds. And that's the important thing, really. Um, and that's how they've done it, because the one thing that they sort of uh, don't what people don't understand about what's going on is that there is a commodity on this planet that is more valuable than gold palladium silver and that commodity is us people and if people understood that yeah none of this would be going on none of this would be happening 100 percent. so i'm just gonna one second i'm just wanted, didn't want you to when you didn't want you to come across like a a, a bad a karate movie. Um, so <laughs> so uh, that's right. So we are a commodity, and I said this to people all the time. Like, get off! I've been looking into. They've got rid of Dr. McCullough, had the biggest natural wealth health website in the world, still does, but got rid of his 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 web his hits by six hundred percent. You look through McCullough, it doesn't even come up on Google. I said to people, ninety two percent of people use Google, and they don't even realise how. I said to people, go and watch the film The Creepy Lion. I've come off Google, use Brave now, use Quant. You know, you've got to understand what they're doing with these things. And we are the commodity. We are the product. Um, mm. And control. People are like, well, he doesn't need any more money. First of all, <laughs> need any more money as a billionaire, yes. But if he's going to make 30, your stats, 31 uh, uh, billion, or just under 31 point, uh, 31 billion, 500 million. I think it was like 31 billion, 482, well, I... 482 million, I, mean... I think it was. Um yeah, and uh, it's, 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 that's, just, that's just UK alone. Then you start to go into other things. Yeah. But by the way, just just for people out there, because I put that up yes, yesterday, and they said people were saying, "Well, where did he? Because yeah. I put a link them to your video." People said, "Oh, where did he get that information from?" He's just quoting himself. Um, there's no vaccine for well, it the, yet. That... They said well, the, the numbers <clears throat> four right. hundred seventy-seven. They said, "Well, first of all, there's no vaccine yet," and second of all, he's quoting himself. Where did he get those stats from? So, where did you get? The okay, stats well, from? that came. That came... Yeah, that came from the Daily Mail, right? So the Daily Mail basically saying on previous vaccine vaccinations that they've done, like TB, right? Um, the average price, well, the, the price is between 477 and 500 and something pounds, right? So we said, okay, so if it's 477, mm. right, how much does he stand to make? Uh, well, we talked to a few people around um, uh, chemists and, you know, people in pharmacy and said, look, you know, is this realistic? They said, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be somewhere in that region. That's from the manufacturer to the NHS. Mm. Right. So that's why we went with those numbers. It was a Daily Mail article about the cost of the vaccine when one was produced. You know, right, yeah. so. Um, so, yeah. So that's where we got that from. And then we, we, we double checked to see if it was realistic. In actual fact, it's the lowest end of it. Um, and obviously because they've got all this, you know, spending all this R&D money now. Right. Uh, billions and billions and billions. So, you know, even if at the lowest end of 400 and something quid, right, um, that's a hell of a lot of money. That's billions and billions. So suddenly there's a motive. There's a financial motive yeah, yeah. for all of this. 
you know. So no, I wasn't quoting myself. I got it from the Daily Mail. So you can just go back and look yeah. for that article now. Cool, cool. And um, and um, well, the people say that it's not it's billions, but then it's it's you know, that's just for the UK. Then you go to America and go to all the other countries, put it all together. It's power, it's control. It's seven so seven vaccine companies that he's he's backed. Um, all got di- all different sort of vaccines. One of them, of course, got a three needle gun. Well, two needles surprise surprise open the membrane one mm. to inject RNA and one of the other things that you found um, you said one of your Glaxone Smith Klein whistleblowers come out or, or give you some information around um, some of the ingredients that were, that were in it um, <clears throat> similar it was it was the same ingredients that they think they, they talked about being in the um, being in the the tetanus vaccine in Africa which was human chorionic Gonatrapathone. Oh, sorry. It's, it's basically abbreviations HCG <laughs> or anti anti HCG. Yeah. Um, you can probably say it. Better and you've than got me. the G. And you've got the GNR one as well. You mentioned as right. well. Yes. They mentioned the GNR, which is the male version of that. Yes, that's um, the anti anti GNH. Uh, sorry, GNRH, which is a, a sperm it. specific mitochondrial antigen, which kills the mitochondrial DNA in sperm in the sperm of males. And when those that sperm reaches the egg, it can actually uh, actually uh, make the, the woman's eggs infertile. Um, and the the one you mentioned before, the anti HCG, um, yeah, that's the one they said they put in the the tetanus vaccine in Africa. Um, and they said they they I looked at the studies every day. Uh, I think it was even in PubMed or one one of them talking about the they tried it on sixty three women, and out of sixty three women, sixty one of them became infertile. Um, yeah. And uh, fantastic, right? Right. Well, look, incredible. So these people, yeah, have form, right? And that's all I'm saying. They have form, right? So I would like the government, right? And what they did the other day when Man Hatcock said it's about his uh, their mandatory vaccines, what he then did was slip a message into us because what we've been doing is writing to Matt Hancock. Uh, and we're quite a large group now. Uh, so you've got Govo, you've got the Health Alliance guys, um, and they've written to Man Hancock as well. And they're a, you know, they're they're like a serious bunch of uh, uh, scientists and um, uh, physicians. You know, they're they're qualified. You know, um, and basically said, look, you know, these people have form. Don't you think we should have an independent test of the vaccine? And Matt Hancock the other day came out and said, well, we've got our independent uh vaccine testing board the medical regulator you know the mhra whatever they're called right yeah but i've just proven that bill gates is all through that right in fact the last the last ceo now works for bill gates and the new ceo went and met with bill gates in um switzerland right so it's not independent so that's what we're saying we're saying look what we want to do is make sure that for the people who want the vaccine and millions do, don't forget, they are terrified, absolutely terrified oh, of what madness. the government's done to them mm. and about this. Yeah, I know. But for those people, we want them to be safe. Right. We don't want in seven years time because this guy said it's about it takes about seven years for these things to kick in. Right. So we don't want to wait seven years where we're suddenly in the movie Children of Men and people can't have babies anymore. Right. But that's the point of that again. The other day. Well, that's it, right? Yeah. So let's be the watchdog. Let's try and get hold of this. Let's try and force the government while we can change the narrative and we can put pressure on them just by our sheer numbers. That's all we're doing. We're using sheer numbers and saying we want it independently tested. That's it. Just to make sure that there's there's nothing in it that's going to harm us. Now, I know for a fact, yeah, that this vaccine, because all vaccines are the same. This is not going to be any different from any other vaccine. They do not test for carcinogenic 
um, uh, material because they contain carcinogenic material. They do not test for um, uh, anti-fertility drugs and they do not test for harm on human health. No vaccine is tested. And if you get the data sheet of your vaccine, so if you go to a chemist yeah, and ask the chemist for a data sheet, if you're very, very nice to them, they do give it to you. Right. Um, and um, and you could just say, look, I'm going to take a picture off my phone and it will say in black writing um, what it, what they do and what they don't do. And of course, and all the ingredients that are in there as well. So that's what we want. We want the data sheet yeah. when this vaccine is produced. Um, just give us the data sheet. Let's do our own research and let's see if this vaccine is going to be safe for people. Because, you know, we want people to be safe who are going to have it. I don't particularly want it. So we've got informed choice so far. So good. Great. Um, but people do want it. And so we want to make sure it's safe. And that's the most important thing for me. Hmm. I mean, as, as you said there about it, I always say to people that health was never created by poison. Most people don't even know what's in a vaccine. They think it's like a little bit of the virus that goes around and some saline solution. They don't realise that it's got uh, it's got <laughs> things like aluminium, antifreeze, MSG, mercury in it. Well, different types of mercury. Um, it's got um, carbonic acid in it. Um, the list is actually monkey DNA, aborted fetal cells. There's so many things they, they put in it that, that people are like, what the hell is that? I, I've, I've interviewed doctors and I spoke to doctors and they're like, what? How, why is that in it? I was like, you tell me. Mm. And they don't realise. And I said, this is why, and Dr. Batar talked about how he had to um, basically heal his son from mercury poisoning uh, in the vaccine and this is and if, and if this is what I say because I'm a nat- natural health coach I, I'd have a Myers cocktail vitamin C infusion or NAD infusion I'm not against like things that inject and boost your health things that are going to actually boost your health I'm against people are things that are going to destroy people and I always say like no one has an issue of an apple everyone thinks an apple is healthy you know you don't mm. have an apple and then someone die or go into anaphylactic shock or you know can't feel their arm anymore because it's healthy these things i've 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 dealt with so many vaccine injured parents people like children of vaccine injured and i've I've done i've been doing this 11 years and i say to people do you think i'm like what are it's it's great when you get into the stats a bit and how they've been fudged the stats and i think dr kaufman talked Mm. about the other day a smallpox vaccine when that was actually out mortality rates increased it dropped afterwards the countries mm. that, uh, that had the polio vaccine or the country didn't have the polio vaccine mercurial polio twice as fast this has never been about um health this has always been about power control and you see what done to the african african people with, with the with their vaccines and uh, it's just and the, uh, bill gates on trial or being being investigated in india for for paralyzing up to four hundred and sixty thousand uh, children i think is his vaccine and so this is, it's, people just need to, and this, the problem is, as you said, the narrative that he's used, I think comedian JP Sayers, I don't know if you know him, he came out and was like, mm. how, how uh, did you see the video he put up? I don't know if, you, if you've seen it. But, but no, talk, I haven't seen it. Yeah, he, took, he's, he's, he said, he basically goes, it's very, really, really t- like satire, tongue in cheek. He's like, well, why would Bill Gates, you know, he was, when he can, he had a company called Microsoft and he was doing really well. And it's not as if when that didn't work and he, and he got like found out what he was doing, he went and created the Gates Foundation a year later and started to do things, you know, behind those doors. That's what he's done. Uh, Gates Foundation, uh, you know, these people have trust, you can't touch them. And it's all under the guise of him being a philanthropist, which is the most ironic thing ever. And people buy into it. Uh, and, that's something that you probably, I mean, you've done a lot of research. And I mean, just, just the people out there, like the research you did on the universities and even the people that he, he's he been funding in terms of the UK uh, vaccine network. Mm. I mean, that was, how did you, how did you come about that? 
Oh, well, you see, when they produced the UK vaccine network, what they did, uh, and, and actually really stupidly the government did this, um, uh, is they just put the people's names um, and that was it. So it kind of like, you know, it wasn't even doctor or professor. It was just like Andy Smith, right? He's on the vaccine network and what have you. So I had to then look for this Andy Smith or wherever he was. That's, you know, that's just an example. And, um, uh, and then find out what university he was at. And then I basically just Googled. I said, Andy Smith, grants received from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And you know what? It came up pretty much every single time. Um, and, um, and and that's all I did, really. And then I went to the Gates Foundation and I looked down their list of people that they'd funded because they, they publish it, you know. And you can see the Purbright Institute and Oxford University and all these kind of other places. And, da, 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 da. and then you can see the list of names of people as well. And that's all in there. It's a pretty big site. So you have to kind of delve into these things, but they're all in there. Um, and then so I, I double checked everybody's name against either the grants they personally got, not personally, but for their research project, right, or the university as well. So every single person on that UK vaccine panel, bar two, not only had a grant for their research project, but the university had mega grants as well, hmm. right? So whose side are they on, you know, really? And, you know, so what they've done now with the SAGE committee, the government have, because we sort of made such a fuss about um, just looking at these names, I made a big deal out of it at the time, um, is that now what they've done, which is really good, um, is they did the SAGE committee, but they've put whether a doctor, a professor, and they've put their university in so people can go and look them up. And they asked their permission if they could do that. And they said, yes. Now, what's interesting is not who's on this list, it's who's not on this list. Hmm. Because at the top of the list of the SAGE committee on the go uh, on the government websites, it says um, a few people didn't give their permission to appear on the SAGE list. Okay, why not? I think I know who it is. I have a pretty good guess of who who is missing because he the the these few people appear across everything. Um, but I think it's the it's the Gates Foundation people. I pretty much know who as well. And um, you know, I was speaking to to somebody, you know, and um, and I was trying to get it out out of them uh, who works in government, and they weren't they weren't having any of it. They were like, you know, you having a laugh, you know, about to put the phone down on me, basically. And I just just remained silent, and then I mentioned the name if they're on it. And he said, is that good enough? And I went, yeah, OK, fine. So we did a bit of a kind of like, you know, um, uh, it's, it's an old journalist trick, you know, because some people won't say people's names, Cough, you know, but coffee. they will remain silent. Mm. Yeah, that's right. All that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a good chance we've got quite a few Bill Gates people on there uh, who don't want to be identified, you know, and that's because probably we're going to jump on it and we're going to leap on them. Um but, you know, so so we, we are doing good work and things are changing slowly. Um, it's just a matter of changing it enough. You know, we're not going to be able to stop the train, but we can divert it. Hmm. Yes, what, what did you, you also said that one of the people you mentioned in uh, the, the funding, one of them actually was op in, in opposition to Bill Gates. And then he got given 10 million and he changed his tune. Correct. I can't remember who that That's was. Right. Yeah. Now, I cut my list is here. Um, I don't know. I probably won't be able to find it in time because it's That's like, right. yeah, as you can see, there's yeah. like, like <laughs> all of this. Right. Um, uh, oh, I've got it here. Um, it was uh, so Andrew Hill. So that's how they sort of uh, presented it. Can you, can you see that? Yeah. yeah that's kind of how, yeah, 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 yeah. All the names. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. just the printout from the government site. So it just said Andrew Hill. Andrew Pollard. Is it doctor? Is it professor? And where are they from? So um, so Andrew Hill, yeah, he was uh, in opposition to Bill Gates for a number of years. He had the better vaccine. He was producing the better vaccine. Bill Gates came along, gave him 10 million quid and he changed his tune. 
It is that simple. That's how you buy influence. It's easy. No, oh, of course it is. And when you've got the money, so people say they don't need any more money. It's like, well, of course they don't. The more money he's got, the more influence he can buy. It's not just about money. It's just about, it's like, <laughs> they go, oh, what? Because he gives his money away to help people. Now that's what they do to avoid tax or anything else like that. You know, it's like, well, I've probably got trust anyway, probably don't pay tax. Um, so mm. your foundation, so it doesn't, does it, I don't think taxes, uh, foundations pay tax, do they? I can't, can't remember. No, I don't, I don't think, I, I think it actually says something on his website about that, about them not paying tax and stuff like that, mm. you know, but you know, look, Tony Blair's got his own um, Institute for Global Change, right? He's involved. His whole operation has been funded by Bill Gates, right? And Tony Blair uh, is uh, this foundation he's got is delivering information to the BBC about the R number and the affection rates. If people, you know, if we let people out in society, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. So all you're ever getting, all the general public is getting is the same message from the same people. They look different because they put different people from different universities up, but the, the message is coming from Bill Gates. Mm. The message is coming from the World Health Organization. The message is coming from China. Well, they, right? well, they, they did the same thing. The World Health Organization didn't want to call it a pandemic. The next day, Bill Gates gave them a £50 million infusion uh, for an accelerator, and then they said, oh, pandemic, the next day. So and then people, right. people don't want to believe it. And Tony Blair, that guy, oh, my God, along with a lot. I mean, all of them, to be honest with you, how, and because the, they control the media, I mean, if you haven't, uh, people out there watching this, if you haven't gone and uh, seen the film Out of Shadows, just how they control them, if, you, if you've been do, down this rabbit hole a while, you'll understand who controls the media. It's probably why you don't watch the news like I don't. It's a comedy show, you know, and people speak flashing, and it's all just like trying to um, CIA mind control 101, you know, stay at home and save lives, so the new normal, the new normal, it's like, bloody hell. You sit there, once you're aware of it, you're like, oh, imagine, imagine believing this nonsense. And, um, Oh my God, you're going to infect someone. It's like, okay, you can't catch my health, you know, just like I can't catch your disease. You can't catch my health. Try if you want, but it isn't going to work. And so I just, I just, it's just amazing that and then people, because they're in the media, they take these people, what they say, and they think that they're something special because they've been sold. That's one thing that that um, TV show did actually do out of shadows. It said how these old societies or like the Greeks and Persians, etc. They had like demigods. So that's what celebrities and people in the news, they're almost like that. And so people believe everything they say, even though they're being orchestrated by people. And so I thought, he wouldn't do that. He's a good guy. Okay. Money talks. And I think you might be new. You said, I think the Tony Blair is getting paid something like 50 million a year by that foundation. I think it was saying something, something ridiculous. Him and Sherry each, I think it was. Don't quote me on that, though, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean, the, the foundation, I mean, look, you know, they're greedy people. We knew that when they were in government, you know, Sherry jumped the barrier, didn't she, at the train station <laughs> and things like that, you know. Um, and we know that they've sort of modelled themselves after the Clintons, they're in with the Bushes, weapons of mass destruction. And don't forget, we, you know, we haven't forgotten about the death uh, or the murder of Dr. David Kelly, the weapons inspector, um, in the middle of that. That's what the issue was then, back in, I think, around sort of 98 or something like that. Um, so, you know, he's hideous, you know, and um, he started wars where he didn't need to, killed thousands of people. I think it was something like, I think, um, I think Philip Schofield and Fern Britton, I think, had him on this morning and said, how do you feel about uh, killing 405,000 children? Do you sleep well at night? Something like that question. Right. And um, Tony Blair just went, yeah, I sleep fine. You know, 
doesn't touch them, mm. right? Because they have no uh, emotion, no empathy. No. All that the only way you get these people essentially is by threatening what they're doing, what they want to achieve, right? If you can put a stop to that, then they get really upset and angry at you, right? And then want to come and do things and you know mm. and stuff like that, you know. So you know that's the only way to really stop them. It's it's by us sort of waking up to it all and. But I, I'm by no means I'm surprised every day by what I'm reading and what I'm seeing. You know, I'm getting documents sent to me now, you know, um, that are kind of I can't even talk about the document because I th- I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to get into trouble by just having it in my possession. Really? <laughs> Those kind of documents. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, so the things that I think I can come out with that I think, well, OK, let's put it in a certain way for people. And there's other things that I'm, I'm, I'm going now. Well, actually, I'm not even quite sure how I would present this to people, you know, except for just putting it on the Internet and getting it out there. Right. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's a difficult one. But by revealing it, by exposing them, uh, we are changing things. You know how I mean, look, I, I mean, I've been doing this since I was 16, you know, uh, one way or another. Uh, David Icke's been doing it for 30 odd years. You know, there's lots of people around the world doing all this and they have been doing all this. Um, and, and it's just a matter of kind of putting it together. We didn't know what this was going to look like. Two years ago, I started building my platform Go Vote, right? Because I knew that everyone was going to be in their homes. They were going to be locked down. I knew that. Every single person who I told said, you're absolutely nuts. It ain't going to happen. Blah, blah, blah. So I put my money where my mouth is and said, right, we're going to need a way of voting from home. Right. And everyone went, oh, you're crazy. You're Nazi, this, that and the other, blah, blah, blah. So now doesn't look so crazy and that's why the platforms because it's basically taken two years it, we, we put it up uh, last year but it takes about you know it's taken a long time to get that together that just didn't happen overnight some and that's for this reason I, I, no no i was gonna say because I, I mean we've all sort of like in this world news is coming the, the thing i sent to you uh, today um that video about circa i first heard that in may 2018 but i know this was coming for a while didn't actually know when but my friend actually revealed to me someone who works in the business sector that he was told that something like this was coming um, about six months, a year ago. And he was like, what? Um, and so interesting you say that, that you, that so people in the journalist the journalism world knew this sort of thing was happening, or was it just people in the alternative journalism world that knew this, or how, how did you come across that info? Uh, mainstream media knows all about it. They didn't know what it was going to look like. Yeah, we didn't, I, at least I didn't anyway. Um, I mean, I had talks with, uh, well, I was at Channel 4 with the chief executive, Mark Thompson, uh, Thomas, um, uh, at uh, Channel 4. And so, you know, we talk about all sorts of stuff and things pass you by, don't they? They go over your head or they just buy by and this, that and the other. But because I think I was quite plugged into the whole kind of um, uh, sort of, uh, you know, what possibly could be going on all the time anyway, because as an investigative journalist, you're not in an office, you're out with people. You know, you're uh, exposing corruption or you're catching someone doing something. So you're in the kind you, so you hear all sorts of stories going on. So I think, you know, it came to us uh, over the years as I worked in the media and stuff like that. And, you know, we pieced it together. So we knew something was going to happen. We had no idea that it was going to be a virus. Um, in actual fact, it, you know, from the Olympics, it looked like it could be a mushroom cloud or something crazy. You know, I say something crazy, but I mean, this is mm. crazy. Uh, so we didn't know what it was going to look like. We just knew that it was going to happen. And, uh, and 2020 was the year. So I started to prepare um, quite a long time ago. Well, you know, at least back until from 2012, you know, uh, which is when I started coming out with things um, around about that sort of time, really, um, uh, sort of independently. So we knew it was coming. Uh, we, we knew it was 2020, but we just didn't know what it was going to look like. 
And, uh, and so now it's here um, and it's understandable. So that's how I've kind of got ahead of the game a little bit. But, you know, I'm as, I'm as much as ahead of you are. You know, I mean, this is it. We're, we're sort of all caught up now, mm. you know, and we're just trying to sort of manage it. But I think that's what the great thing about sort of people like David Icke uh, do is and, and me and David are in agreement. You know, we did a, the Bilderberg conference together in Watford. We were both invited to that, you know, when we stood outside and mm. people gave a talk. And I met David Icke there and we're in agreement. I don't agree with everything he says, and I'm sure he doesn't agree with everything that I say, you know, but we are in agreement with what's going on uh, on a general sort of uh, level. And, uh, and it's great because what he's managed to do um, is wake up a great deal amount of people to these things. Um, and, and really, all you need is one nugget from someone like David Like, Even if you think it's nuts, you get on the Internet and you start looking it up and suddenly you're down the rabbit hole and you're off on a whole other thing. And the thing you started researching is quite possibly not the thing you're looking at. Mm. You're looking at other things. You're looking at 5G and uh, and the hideousness of what's coming with that and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think David Icke has done an amazing job. Um, and this was his job to do this. So, um, so yeah. So And 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 then it's for people like, you know, uh, me and others uh, around the world, yourself included, to pick up where he's left off and said, right, let's take it forward. And if we all do that, then um, we have a, a way of changing things. And we are changing things in our way. You know? yeah. Well, because what we've got that they didn't have before when these things happened in Russia and Germany and China is we have got a social network where... I mean, so I've, I actually said 2020, 20, gender 21 to 2021 and then gender 2030, where they want to go after this is like a test run for gender 2030. And they're already talking about getting rid of cash, which they know because the virus can carry cash. So the cash can carry the virus their way around and all these things, you know, and um, it's just interesting. I mean, the, the, yeah, Ike has just been right so many times. It's just, it's frightening. Um, and so, you know, I, I completely understand. This is... I, People always said what I said to my, my guys I was talking to the other day on, on, our, on our chat and podcast. I was like, this was almost like their how Mary passed. Um, Ken Wilber, I don't know if you know who Ken Wilber is, he talks about consciousness a lot. And he says, you know, when the world's at 7% mm. consciousness, uh, everyone, you know, it's very hard. That's when the big change happens. And now we're about 5 or 6%. So the world is slowly waking up. And it's probably why they threw this how Mary passed now, because the world was get, was waking up. More and more people were getting to understand it. People like me have been doing this 10 years. 10 years ago, I was talking about certain things. And people looked at you like, well, the more you do it, like there's less of those people. Now maybe 6 out of 10 are like on your side rather than, or 5 out of 10 understand, whereas before it was maybe 1 mm -hmm. or 2, you know. Um, and um, it's hard, especially my age and a bit younger, I think I'm like 34 and younger, a bit mm -hmm. more open to it. I mean, it's more, I think like as you get up, my, my parents' um, generation, for example, they, very hard to turn, change them around. They, they don't believe in it now because they were, they, their parents were in the World War. You know, it's hard for them. And that mind, mm -hmm. um, after obviously being around me, now understanding that they open their mind to it. But it's very hard when you fought something one way your whole life to turn that around, right? And so, a lot of people will be getting exposed to these ideas or these things for the first time, and it can be quite—I mean, it can, it can paradigm shattering. Sometimes it, it can be like, "Oh my god!" They can be scared of it because they haven't been exposed to it before, so it can be quite worrying. But we're not—I'm not sending these messages for people to get them worried. I'm just getting to be informed so we can all come together, and then hopefully we can we can make changes. 
Well, yeah, of course. But unfortunately, what happens is, is that uh, people are too scared to come forward. And don't forget that, that, you know, people like your parents and things like that, that, that kind of I know what generation you're talking about, uh, because actually the sort of the, the sort of over the 75s and 80s, you're, uh, you know, and over are very switched on, you know, uh, about things. They've seen it all before and they have. Uh, but, you know, with sort of that kind of generation, really, um, is that they feel betrayed. You know, they, they said if you worked, you could buy a house, you could have a car, you could support your family and you get a pension and the state will see you OK because you've, you've seen us OK. Right. They have been betrayed. Right. And especially now, this isn't just affecting a few conspiracy theorists online. This is affecting everybody in the country. So we've got people who are terrified, who will never come out of their house again. Right. We've got people who are just have no idea what's going on. Head in the sand. Just keep going. Let's get through each day as it, it, it comes. They have no time because they've probably got kids. They've got a full house all of a sudden. They're cooking dinner, doing chores, all that kind of stuff that comes with that. Um, and, uh, and and so, you know, and you see these groups of people. So we've got to be very careful. I think we've got to be very kind. You know, mm. if we do know what's going on a little bit more than someone else, I think we just gently ease them into it and say, mm. hey, don't feel so panicked. It's OK. But you know, this is what's been going on, you know, kind of while you were sleeping kind of thing and just do it in a very, very kind way. You know, I mean, one of the great things that's come out of this uh, and, I, and I know they didn't expect this is that children have been superstars. Right. They have been great. If we should be clapping for anyone, we should be clapping for children. I mean, I don't think I could have kept it together being eight years old and stuck in my house with my family all the time, you know, and we don't hear anything about children and stuff like that. And that's brilliant, you know, and I think they've been really good. And I know a lot of people in where I live and, and stuff who have kids, they said their kids have been great, you know, and stuff like that. So that's one positive that's come out of this. Some children are going to feel like they've had the summer of their life with their family around them. You know, I know that others aren't won't feel the same way. But you know, a lot of them will. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I mean, it's only people allowed to come out, come out and clap for eight o'clock, like seals, um, NHS, and it's like, and it's like, it's almost they, they tell you when you can come out and when you can't, and it's it, what I said to people. It's almost they say, oh, they can never do that. So I said to my mate the other day, it was frightening how easy it was. That was it, frightening how easy it was and how easy people got got behind lines something that Jordan Peterson talks about you probably know Jordan Peterson mm. the, uh, he mm-hmm. says like people think oh I'd never be a Nazi I'd never be an SS trooper it's like oh really wouldn't you bucko he says right you'd be falling in line like everyone else wasn't that many people that said I'm not going to do that like Muhammad Ali when he didn't I'm not Muhammad Ali's biggest fan for a lot of things but for that he didn't. He stood up for himself and he didn't, didn't go to war he, he backed and he said I, I don't agree with this you know not many people do that they fall in line and they go and because there was, there was a great study that I saw um, done, and it's how humans just fall in line, just do whatever humans do. You know, they, they had a waiting room at a doctor's, and when the, 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 um, so everyone sitting, so there'd be like 20 people sitting in the waiting room, and um, the buzzer would go off, and people would get up and sit down, okay? And every like five minutes, they'd introduce a new person to the room. And then first of all, they'd sit down, and the buzzer would go off, everyone would get up and sit down, and they would be like, what's going on here? Give it four mm. minutes, they'd be standing up and sitting down again, and it just showed how people mm. just would just fall in line, and and it's like what you know, and so it's crazy, and so how easy it was, but luckily, also because it's happened, and they've done a few things that like pull people off sites that these private companies that should actually be you know public, you know, because of the amount of people that are on them. Um, I think Brian Rose is doing a lawsuit with that. Um, Mm. actually interesting what some of one of the videos i saw about brian rose the other day about 
how he said he streamed this video for a hundred thousand pounds. He might have seen it and hundred thousand pounds an hour, but he someone linked it back to Daily Motion saying it was, it was free site, which was quite interesting. Um, yeah, if you saw that. Um, but yeah, so just just for people out there, what what is? I mean, you did a video yesterday about um, how things are going to be opening up, uh, the five stages. Well. This is the um, this is the the sort of the first video of a couple, yeah. So uh, what I tend to do, as I said before, is I will come out with something. So this is from Ireland. This is how Ireland's going to open up, right? Right. Um, and I think it's going to happen on the May eighteenth, from what the document said. But it was given to me as to say, now watch this, right? Because England's going to do the same thing, right? They're going to copy the same thing. Right. And I say, well, hold on a minute. If our government is coming up with ideas for coming out of lockdown, that's specific to us. Right. Surely there should be two different documents. Right. And they went exactly. So, OK, so what we're trying to look at then, and we won't know until Sunday, is whether this document is in actual fact the UK document uh, copying of Ireland's documents. So therefore, we're, we, we can then start proving that there is one organization filtering down to all the satellites um you know again it's proving this stuff that's 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 the tricky bit um and that goes a long way to proving that actually there's one coordinated central point and then they're delivering that then to all the satellites which are countries and prime ministers and stuff so it's not your country not your prime minister that is actually in charge it is someone else so we're trying to prove that there was actually something that i got sent regarding this and someone said i bet it ends after may 15th and it was regarding it was, I'm going to try and look it up quickly now. It was regarding um, coronavirus and the coronavirus. Oh, here you go. Did you know there is a saint by the name of Corona? She is a saint of plagues and infectious diseases. She is also to be worshipped from March until May. Her feast is May 14th, and that is when the Pope has a global educational alliance meeting with world leaders on how to re-educate the youth of the entire world. Watch. And you said the 18th. That's very close and so yeah and so um yeah i mean people make of that of what you will conspiracy well we're, we're piecing it together aren't we yeah. that's the thing this is kind of the first bit now we're going to get another bit on sunday then we'll get another bit at some point so we're piecing all these sort of timelines together all these stories all these narratives and we're and we're calling time on them we're saying no nah, we've got you that no, can't get away with that so what's your plan boris this is we know this isn't your plan because your plan's copying Ireland's plan, which is copying other people's plans. So what's your plan for getting out? You know, or are you just gonna basically go on holiday again or just disappear for another couple of weeks and do absolutely nothing, come back and be a puppet, you know? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. I mean, you know, well, that's I when, want Boris to be Boris. Yeah, that's when people say you know. to me, or or the Conservative government, I say, Do you think it'd be any different if it was a Labour government or even vice versa? It's, be, it's all it's all the same. Well, it would be slightly worse if if Jeremy Corbyn had won all right, because yeah. he's a socialist. Right. Mm-hmm. It would have been slightly worse. You know, the, the you know, Keir Starmer, um, uh, you know, they, they got the new sort of leader of the Labour Party, Keir Starmer, Sir Keir Starmer. You know, just his title alone, you know, doesn't give himself over to be one of the people, does he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a sir, you mm-hmm. know, for God's sake. Um, but he's saying basically that the lockdown measures aren't harsh enough, you know. Uh, so he's supposed to be in opposition. So the opposition party aren't in opposition. They're in total agreement. In actual fact, they want it a little worse, you know. 
Um, so had oh, Jeremy yeah. Corbyn got in, it would be a nightmare, I think. Yeah. Worse. Yeah. yeah so is... it doesn't matter whether it's conservative, Labour, left or right, up or down, pink or blue, orange. It, it's all the same stuff, you know. Uh, it's all the same people. It's all the same agenda. And it has been for many, many years, you know. And we're just the generation that it's fallen on to do something about this. Or not. Or not. As, it as, depends. Yeah. As or not. Going. Yeah. What what um what is what's the so out of the new out of the new documents you've been given or research you've been shown, is there anything you can divulge that anything new you can divulge? So we've we've covered. Well, I mean, uh, go ahead. Well, I've been talking to, to nurses who've been coming out now, and um, basically they're saying, you look, you know, there's there's no test for COVID nineteen. You know, what they're testing for is a coronavirus. And um, and that's why so many people are coming up positive. Um, uh, so th- this is kind of line that we're going down in the minutes, uh, just basically saying, well, what is the test and how are they testing? So if they're testing for a coronavirus, well, we've all probably had a coronavirus at some point. Um, so, you know, that's suspicious. So we're going to look more into that. Um, also found out that um, <laughs> just to, you know, um, end on a, a kind of a, a, a more funny note, because I couldn't stop laughing about this uh, yesterday that uh, the uh, the head of the uh, World Health Organization, I think it's Dr. Titro or something like that, um, uh, basically um, invited Robert Mugabe to be a World Health Ambassador <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> Obviously, like a year before he died or something. I, don't, you know, something, I think it was 2017. But I just said, that says it all, doesn't it? The guy, one of the guys on the planet, he even had his Hitler moustache, Robert Mugabe, mm. with one of the worst records of human rights, is invited uh, to become a World Health Organization ambassador. Well, I, mean, I mean, what you said That's... there about about the Bilderberg meeting you went to. I mean, surely that was when all this stuff was like put together and discussed. When we're going to start letting the minions back out? I mean, I don't know if you saw this. The Tanzania president tests tests poor poor fruit for COVID nineteen and it tests positive. Did you see that? Um, and yeah, one, I did. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys that I know, he said the test for CV nineteen was never designed to test for CV nineteen. Uh, the PCR test simply tests for genetic material and was never designed to diagnose or confirm any disease. The PCR process was simply designed to make smaller pieces of genetic material more visible under high power microscopes. So why is a test designed to diagnose disease being used to confirm CV nineteen? It's the same reason the government authorities have been fingered worldwide as falsely identifying deaths from CV19 when COVID was never confirmed as a cause of death. And I put a thing up the other day and all these, my dad died of heart attack and they put down COVID. My dad died of cancer. Yeah. And, it went, and it's like, yeah. How many times? It's disgraceful. Mm, absolutely disgraceful. It, it, I mean, you know, I, I do a lot of laughing, you know, and you know, about things, but I'm not laughing because I find them funny. I'm laughing because I'm just overwhelmed you know, I'm in shock, really. And, um, you know, I think this is a, a, a disgusting display of arrogance by um, the governments of the world, by Bill Gates, um, by the World Health Organizations and all the other things that these people are involved in, the Billionaires Club and all that kind of stuff. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. And a um, it's a, a, a really sort of shameful moment of history, I think. You know, um, the way that they've done this and the way that they've treated ordinary people who are terrified, absolutely terrified. I mean, I had I went to a shop the other day. Right. I don't go out that much anyway, really. So I went to this shop and um, and a woman was going in and um, I just turned around to Laura, who was with the dogs who took a, on a dog walk. And I just went, oh, well, by the way, shall I get some milk or whatever it was? Right. This woman stopped, looked at me and I said, oh, no, after you, you know. And she wouldn't move. She goes, no, 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 after you. And I'm like, no, after you. You know, we did that. And then she, I felt that she was really angry. And she went, 
you know, and she lost the plot a little bit. And so I went, whoa, okay, calm down, right? And that's because she had a mask and stuff like that. I mean, wearing masks are ridiculous. It's more harmful, really, you know, anyway. Um, uh, and she had lost the plot. And I thought, that's a lot of people. That's probably going to be a lot of people in the country who are just scared, who have got their masks. I see people wearing masks in their cars with gloves on. What's that about? You know, um, you know, you're breathing in your own air, you yeah. know, all the time. So that's so if you've got an underlying condition, breathing in your own air, not getting fresh air is going to be a problem. Right. Plus, you're going to get bacteria. And plus, if you don't know how to use PPE properly. Yeah, it's 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 useless. So you're seeing all these people. I saw some guy putting his gloves on his hands. And then he put his hands in his pockets. Huh? That's not how it works. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I so, mean, you know, I, I think this is all just nonsense and it's a shameful um, part of uh, history of the human species, what we're having to go through right now. And I just hope, really, um, that we come through this a little bit wiser, a little healthier, because that's something that we're not talking about in the mainstream media is actually improving your immune system by what you eat. You know, I noticed that McDonald's is one of the first people to suddenly start opening up again, right? Uh, and stuff like that. So, you know, let's talk about immune health. Let's talk about how we, you know, cure disease with food. This is all stuff that's but, going but, to go but, into your but, body, but, isn't but, it? But Zed, that would take personal responsibility. And that would mean, you know, you've actually got to do something yourself. And so instead of like, oh, oh so I, I can eat whatever I want, live how I want, and the government can inject me with something and I won't get ill. Cool, I mean... People out there, the flu's got a vaccine. 10,000 10, people every year die in the UK of the flu. Even the people that do get the flu get 85% of them actually get the flu anyway. I mean, this is like, if people have been listening to my podcast, I know this anyway. But as you said, that requires personal responsibility. And people have got an allergy to that, a lot of people. Not people, my listeners, my listeners are very informed. They're, they're wicked. But mm. as you said, like, I went out. I went out today to get something from the shop, and the woman was next to me. She's like, "Oh, do you mind if I come?" Come. I was like, "Hun, you can come as close to me as you want. I don't care. Mm. Give me a cuddle." Yeah. And she was like, oh, "Okay, you don't. You know, I said I'm not buying into any of this. I said it's all right. It's your call." She's like, "Okay," but because even giving people a smile has been quite nice. She's smiling. Like, How are you going? They're like, "Oh, you're right." It sounds like it's nice rather than because people are scared, and that because yeah. the world we're in, like for us, this is all bullshit and and so i it is what it is we're not scared but if you're in that world and you've been watching that news all the time you can get why they're like that right because i mean nothing also lowers the immune system like fear and people say like why are people getting even if there's no virus or or whatever because dr kaufman talks about that why are people getting ill i was like well first of all people are scared half to death and nothing lowers the immune system like fear and they are going around in their own car wearing a mask, which is mm. out there, huh? Special. Oh, yeah. It's very special. <laughs> but I, that's that's just a level of fear. But look, what our job is, mm. right, is, and, and I believe this with my whole heart, is that when people start to wake up, our job is, is to be the friendly, nice guy on the street mm. who smiles and waves and stuff like that. We do everything we possibly can to make them feel better when they come into our space. Mm -hmm. you know. And if we do that, just that, then you've done your job. That's it. Yeah, That's yeah. all we need to do is reassure people and say, you know what? It's going to be crazy. And I suspect it's going to get a little bit crazier over the next six months, especially when um, things start failing for them. I mean, look at Dr. Ferguson. You know, what a mockery uh, what's he, what's he that, done? that guy was. 
Well, he had an, uh, he was having an affair with his uh, with this woman. Oh, and he was the guy from uh, uh, it, Imperial College yeah, yeah. who was using the Bill Gates model, wasn't he? He'd come mm. up with that. So you know, he was having an affair, which was basically giving a message to the public to say, oh, "Don't worry about this. This is all nonsense. You have to do this, but we don't really, mm. right?" And that's what he said. Now the police saying we're not going to charge uh, or give a, a, a fine to the woman or to Professor Ferguson, again, is a mockery because you know what? The police are beginning fines for people going on a walk. The police are beginning fines for people to go up on a hill or going to the beach with their dog, right? So why shouldn't these people get a fine as well? So, I mean, it's just nonsense after nonsense after nonsense, you know, and this is how the Communist Party works in China, is that they all tell that everyone else how to live and that they live completely different lives. They're above democracy or uh, their societal sort of controls and stuff like that. And that's what's happening here. People are living above democracy. Um, they're above the law. You uh, know, and I actually, it's really yeah. weird. It's, it's, yeah, David Ike said, doesn't he like how China's a, a map for what we're going to be going through? But I actually had a really interesting interview with uh, one of my guys, Tom Barnett. You might have seen his video. He's an Australian guy who said, like, why you can't catch a virus and he talks about all these things these are all these are all statutory law anyway they're not actually based on common law you know the in, i think it was 1953 when when the queen got sworn in a coronation she was given the king james bible and she was told this is the this is the uh, highest um but this is like basically the, the book of the law the uh, highest law of the book of Falls, something like that anyway what it is and she she didn't denounce it, which means that all the laws, these are, these are statutory things, like giving people fines for walking, like you've got your rights. When you said about vaccines mandatory, that's privileges that's privileges and benefits. It's not actually rights as matter. I don't know if you, if you delved into this at all in terms of common law and statutory law and how they differ. Uh, and Yeah, and so very, very interesting in, in, in terminology. Um, so, yeah, for people out there, don't, don't panic. Um, don't panic. It's all organic. There's things that you can do uh, around around this. So, well, man, it's been good, good talking to you. I know you've probably got lots more research to do, but um, keep on fighting the good fight and maybe in a, in a month or six weeks or maybe two months, have another chat and see where things have, see where the chips have fallen. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be really nice. Well, bless you. Thank you ever so much for having me on. It's been really nice talking to you. And yeah, let's do that in a couple of months or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, Perfect. Awesome, Lovely. Love to. So guys and girls, that was episode 155 of the Revivers Health Podcast with Zed Phoenix, looking into the stats and figures around this. And as I said before, go and do your own research, look into these these facts and, and these companies. And you know, as I said before, don't use Google because Google is now censoring all information. Go and use Quant and the search engine, um, search engine Quant and the browser Brave. Um, I think it's really important for people to start doing this and to understand how much Google, etc., is manipulating searches. And what you know, why would you be taking people off of YouTube, etc., if if they're not uh, if they're not talking about something that is relevant? You know, Paul Check always talks about the day that he got put on Quack Watch was the day that he knew he was doing something right because it's just a list of basically every doctor that's ever done anything for humanity and us getting checked by political. PolitiFact or these other um, nonsense fact searching uh, websites that are just all got their own agendas and they're all in bed with these bigger companies you know you just got to understand who and what's really at play here um, so yeah that was episode 55 guys and so before Zed's got an interesting background and hold out against people and I always want people like to put out their opinion and their views and their knowledge and their research and I think it's really important when you look at these vaccines and what's been reported to be in them the amount of money they're meant to be going for this will explain it in depth so anyway 
that's episode 55 155 guys got some great ones coming up uh, with andy manf uh, got ones all about ash ayahuasca and dmt with with caroline uh, knox uh, and then we've got um we've got some uh, got some great ones also about uh, electromagnetic frequencies how we can nullify and mitigate the effects of them um and yeah, we just got some fantastic episodes coming up. Oh, and uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get uh, Professor Dor- uh, Dol- Dolores Cahill on because she just put out a fantastic interview recently regarding this virus. So, quote unquote. So, anyway, that's it for this week, guys and girls. As always, head over to www.reviveyourself.co for our supplements, etc. Um, if you want anything you can add to your lifestyle to make you healthy. Um, as I said before, www.thechronicfatiguesolution. If you're looking to have a read of the book so you can get a deeper understanding of, of what you can do to, to get and maintain your health and if you have and if you have been dealing with a chronic health issue that you haven't been able to put behind you and you're looking for some one-to-one support then do hit me up with an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co or you know find me on facebook or instagram i'm at ryan martin or revive yourself on both i think instagram it's revive underscore yourself and on instagram it's ryan underscore underscore martin underscore underscore Look me up, send me a message and I'll be in touch as soon as possible because I want you to know you can heal from whatever you've got uh, and unlike doctors who just treat symptoms, we're going to get to the root cause of what's going on, okay? Otherwise, guys and girls, that's it for this week. Hope you enjoyed the show and as always, stay happy, stay healthy. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today.